The country's lowest paid workers are set for a pay rise next week with the minimum wage going up by the largest increase on record. As of tomorrow, the minimum hourly rate will be $17.70. It's an increase of $1.20 an hour. Workplace Relations Minister Anne Lees Galloway is with us. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Ian, 7% increase for the minimum wage. Why such a large increase? Well, because what we've seen in recent years is economic growth that hasn't been matched uh, with wage growth. Speak to any economist you like and they would say that uh, wage growth is what's been missing uh, in the recovery since the global financial crisis. So as a government, we took a decision that uh, we do want to see wages rise. We do want to see um, some catch up for people on the lowest incomes. And that's why we set a target of reaching uh, $20 an hour by 2021. Obviously, that is a significant increase, and, and it means that we have to uh, make an increase of twenty this year if we, if we are able to reach that by 2021. Let's talk about this practically. It's 48 before tax, about uh, maybe 30 a week. That's four bucks a day. That's a slider at KFC. Is it really going to have an impact? Well, you know, it's, it, it does have an impact on people. It, you know, $48 a week you know, for people on the lowest incomes uh, will help. Uh, and um, we do want to see wages uh, increase. Uh, and one of the ways that we can um, encourage wages across the board to increase is to make uh, increases to the minimum wage. Um, yeah, we, we would like to see fewer people on the minimum wage. We'd like to see people on, on higher wages than that. But this is the way the government can contribute to that overall movement in the right direction. So Ian, what about the impact on small businesses? So for example, if you've got eight workers, that might be $20,000 a year that you need to come up with. Where does that money come from for these businesses? Yeah, look, we, we recognise that, that this is a significant change for businesses and that's why we've signalled it early. It's why we said you know, we do intend to get to $20 an hour by 2021. Um, with this increase, we have signalled what we think the next couple of increases will look like uh, to reach that, and that gives businesses time to plan uh, and to adjust business practice if they need to. Uh, I have I have absolute confidence in our small businesses. They are resilient, they are agile, uh, and I think they'll be able to adapt to this. Um, and uh, and I think. What they will find is that it helps to drive improvements in productivity uh, and and potentially improve um, profitability overall if they make the business changes required to adjust to higher minimum wages. Let's just stick with that 20k a year figure. Uh, what do you suggest they cut? Oh, look, I mean, it's over, each business has its uh, has its own circumstances. They've got their own. Uh, the only th- own things that they can look at, uh, and it doesn't necessarily mean cutting. It means um, looking at their business practices across the board uh, and working out how they can a- adjust to this. Um, they've known this is coming for some time. I should imagine this is exactly the sorts of conversations that small businesses will have been having across the country. How do we make sure uh, that we can adjust to the new minimum wage? be profitable, uh, be a good, sound, resilient business. Ian, are you getting the private sector to do what maybe the social welfare system should be doing? Well, I think in terms of the distribution of income, it is it has always been something that uh, both the private and public sector has a role in. We need good wages. Uh, you know, good wages just from the point of view of, of people being able to earn a decent day's pay for doing a decent day's work, but also... Uh, good wages encourage uh, a more productive economy, and that is something that we do need to focus on New Ze- in New Zealand, um, better labour productivity, better productivity overall. But also we need uh, the, um, the 
social welfare system, the public sector, to uh, have play its part in distribution as well. And that's why we introduced the families package, one of the first measures this government did, uh, to um, make sure that uh, low-income families do get better support from the state. It has to be both, uh, both wages uh, and redistribution through the tax and welfare system. Many will say that um, that essentially you're just creating money at the stroke of a lawmaker's pen, and that's not how money is created. What's your argument to that? Well, uh, what this really is about is, is the distribution of, uh, of incomes in New Zealand. Um, and we do know uh, that uh, for people on low and moderate incomes, the last 20 years or so has, has seen those incomes stagnate, whilst people at the very top have done well. Uh, we need to see a better redistribution of of incomes, uh, and we have to focus on improving incomes for for people on the lowest uh, level, levels. So um, you know, we, we're not ashamed of that. It's something that is important for New Zealand. It's important for people who are working in New Zealand to be able to earn a living that allows them to put a roof over their heads, put food on the table, put clothes on their kids. That's some, that's a right I think people are entitled to in New Zealand, and we need to make sure through um, minimum wages, uh, through our bargaining framework, through what we do with the welfare system, that that's a reality for people in New Zealand. Ian Lees Galloway, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Thanks, guys. News Talk ZB.